Hello, dear listeners. It's me, Josh. I just wanted to take a moment before the show starts to give another shout out to our newest patron, a very, very dear friend of the show. Thank you to Jake Smith. Thanks, Jake. Your support means absolutely the world to us. If any of you other listeners out there like the show and enjoying it, please consider supporting us at patreon.com slash the Eldritch Hour. Now, without further ado, let's get on with the show. The Eldritch Hour is a horror-themed tabletop roleplay podcast containing violent and mature themes. Listener discretion is advised. Betwixt the spaces we know, just beyond the fringe of human experience, old and strange things worm their way through the black matter of the universe, uncaring and unyielding. But there is a moment when the mucus thin veil between our reality and theirs is worn and split. When the other reaches through the cosmic loam and touches an unlucky few, this moment is known as the Eldritch Hour.
Bobby, Bobby, here. Whoa, what? Thanks, bro. Let's go. Here you go, Harold. Got it. Here, take this. Yes, yes. Take this. No. Come on. Okay, thank you. Okay. Amelia. Um, oh. I think I'm just going to stay here. I'll just have a sit. You want to stay here? Hey, I'm going to turn this on. It'll act weird if the, the light thing, if, if it's, uh, if it's coming. You doing okay back here, Bobby? <laughs> yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm okay. Like, wait. Okay, uh, well, okay, if you're gonna stay here, uh, this is a walkie-talkie, um, you can, we all have them, so you can talk to all of us through it, um, all you have to do is press this button, and then speak into this microphone here, um, when you're done talking, let go of the button, as long as you have the button held, we can't, we can't talk to you. Amelia! Harry, wait! Uh, uh, Harry, wait up! The next segment of footage follows the group into what appears to be a study. The room is small and square, roughly three and a half by three and a half meters. To the immediate left inside the doorway is a fireplace, on the floor in front of which lies a face-down elderly man with a gaping bloody wound on his left shoulder and back. As best I can tell, it appears to be the exit wound of a large gauge shotgun shell. Amelia can be seen hovering over the motionless body, sobbing. Just past the man lies the grisly remains of another individual, whose identity remains unknown, as their face is covered by a mask of sorts. It appears to be a wolf mask, perhaps a Halloween costume? The body is missing its lower half. There is an apparent large pile of what looks to be ashes on the ground where the masked figure's legs should be. Come on, come on, come on, Bobby! Amelia, oh, shit. Um, oh my god. Oh, shit. Here, here, here. Let, let me see if I can help. Sorry, Amelia. There's nothing I can do. He, he's dead. Oh. oh, what is that? Bobby, Bobby, come take a look at this. <laughs> Jesus Christ, Bobby. <clears throat> Sorry. Yeah. What is? What is that? Yeah. Focus, Bobby. The footage here follows Harlow across the room near the fireplace where she can be seen bending down to pick up what appears to be some form of ornate box. It is roughly a half meter in length by 15 centimeters wide. The container looks to be crafted from some kind of metal, perhaps silver or pewter, and a matching lid can be seen on the ground next to it. 
There are ornate markings on the inside of the box. Sigils or runes of an origin I'm not familiar with. As Harlow investigates the strange box, the camera pans to a small black leather journal on the floor. Whoa. Do you like seeing those? Look at those runes in there. Yeah. Like those symbols. I don't know what these are. Definitely a cult. Super cult. Um, I told you. I told you, bro. Harley. Didn't I say this was a cult? I didn't say that it wasn't. We just didn't have any other details. Whoa. Dude, bro. Look. What's this on the ground? Hey, yo. Hold on. It's like some kind of journal or what? something. What? Let me see. Uh, here, I'm gonna, I'm gonna like flip to the last entry. Hold on. The useful if unorthodox resident of the casket of sin eater? Oh my god, just give it to me. Just give it to me. Uh, uh, <laughs> useful hey. if unorthodox resident of the casket our sin eater, quote unquote, is, as far as I can ascertain, no creature currently known to science. Where it came from and when, I do not know, nor did my predecessor from whom I inherited it, though it is undoubtedly many centuries old, if not more. Its uses have been many over the years, although it has predominantly been employed to rid certain local socially conscious families of unwanted offspring. What? Be they the result of centuries of inbreeding, unfortunate accidents, accidents or other unwholesome activities, the legality of the creature's use is debatable. Its efficacy... Efficacy? Its efficacy is not even in such cases where death by other means proved intractable. My conscience in this matter and that of those who came before me is clear. But many of the children, quote unquote, would never have survived regardless, given their deformities or other less obvious abnormalities. As for the rest, the Lord does not suffer such blasphemies to live. As in all things, First, should the senator escape its confines, then the only way to recall it is to provide it with a suitably prepared patient, such that it becomes satiated and lethargic, and willingly returns to its coffin. Inscribe the spiral mark shown in blood, preferably the patient's, but not essential, on the patient's forehead. The patient does not need to be a child, but it must be human and naturally alive at the point of contact. Experiments with animals and corpses carried out by my antecedents were apparently most unsatisfactory. If the patient is conscious, then they will need to be suitably restrained. Uh, Once all preparations are complete, perform the recitation as phonetically transcribed below and permit the sin eater to perform its duties, after which it will return to its caskets. Once it is within, close the lid and seal it immediately with a liberal application of the aromatic wax ointment. Oh, there's a symbol. Uh, I was thought this, it was. I was taught the senator can be summoned and directed to seek out a person of some distance if the correct phraseology is used. This being subtly different to the procedure previously noted, requiring modification of the symbol pattern and phrasing. I detail this below, but more. So the page is torn from there, and there's just a bunch of dates. I didn't like... 
I didn't like how we got to put this thing back in here. Me neither. Uh, I don't know if this thing's working, but there's a light out there. It's that that thing, and it, oh, it's so pretty. Oh, fuck. Um, Shit. Let's go. Too, because that keeps it up. 
it would have is, to be. What is the end goal? What are we doing? Well, it'd have to be kind of like a bait and switch situation, right? Bait it in, scare it, and it retreats. But retreats into the box. Like, ideally. The box is so small. Right. Or we could try attacking it with electricity and seeing if that immobilizes it briefly to then just slip right into the box. I hate this. Okay. Me too. Okay, you wanna get Bobby and try and drag a generator up here yeah. and I'll start working on something? Yeah. I don't think we have a lot of time. No. Well, we'll get over it. Uh, Godspeed. You too. The recording stops here for another several minutes. It can only be assumed that the party split up and Harry retrieved a set of jumper cables from the van while Bobby and Harlow entered the basement in search of the generator. The footage continues after the group has reconvened and starts to discuss their next steps. We don't, we, uh, this is it, this is all we got. The generator downstairs is huge. It's not portable, but it's huge. Um, I have an idea. You're not gonna like it. I'm going to draw the symbol on myself to lure the thing here. <laughs> the fuck you are? Well, we need, like, it needs to be on somebody, and it's the only way I can think to get anybody here. Uh, me then? Sure as hell ain't you. Why are you any better than a me? Uh, cause you came up with the plan. <laughs> okay, fine, fine, fine. Um, uh, we can use the jump, we can rig up the jumper cables to the thing. When it gets in here, I could try to electrocute it to see if that does anything. If anything, you will be holding the box. If it gets close, trap it in the box. <sighs> I, you're right. I, yep, I hate this. Yeah. I'm open to any other ideas. Nope. I mean, can I wear like some... Oh man, I saw it disintegrate that guy before my eyes. I was gonna say, like, I don't know, like, pan holders or something? Like, something heat resistant? I didn't bring any of that. You have a crowbar, you could try hitting it before it gets cold. No, I don't wanna hit it. I just, like, if I'm putting it in a box, I gotta get close to this thing I watched melt a man in front of my eyes. Uh, that's fair, that's fair, that's fair. Jesus Christ. The following section of the recording is... Well, I'm not sure how to describe it exactly. The tape must have been damaged or recorded over at some point. Or the footage I've been reviewing could have in fact been recorded over an older original recording. In any case, what can be passed from the visible sections is that the group performed some kind of ritual perhaps the one described in the journal, and drew the entity to the basement. But what concerns me most is 
there's something else. I'm pretty sure this electrical thing will handle him too if you're worried. True. I mean, it's just really annoying timing. I can't deal with, you know, trapping a, 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 a goop monster and also dealing with an intruder. Okay, let's not call it a goop monster. I thought the deadlight was pretty cool. I think the journal referred to it as a sin eater. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's deadlight. I, I feel think like that's old. Deadlight's still pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. When this, when this hits the public eye, like that's gonna that's gonna hit headlines better than sin eater. Like I don't know. That's I don't know. Kind of religious, or I don't know. It's weird. <laughs> listening. If you would like to contact the show, there's a number of ways in which you can do so. 
reach out to us on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram at The Eldritch Hour. You can email us at theeldritchhour at gmail.com, and you can join our Discord community, a link provided in the show notes. If you enjoy what we do, please consider supporting the show. We have a Patreon campaign, a Ko-fi page, or you can purchase merch and even the music made for the show. Links to all of these provided in the show notes as well. The biggest way to support us is by word of mouth. Please consider telling a friend or someone you think may be interested in the show, or go the extra step and write us a review on iTunes or Spotify or your preferred podcasting app, if applicable. Until next time, thanks again for listening.